up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like, oh, Herschel Walker face, um, Ezekiel Elliott face, and I'm gonna say Tashina Arnold face. Welcome back to the pod, guys. Renata, the good Hola. bishop, and Jorge. You're Glad to be here, Carl Anthony Payne face. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) So originally, this was supposed to be a different pod. And um, I made an audible at the line. I'm I'm, I'm switching to play. So this is going to be completely off the cuff. And I hope you guys are ready. Okay. <laughs> no, we're never ready. That's what makes it great. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 all. That's all right. So I'm, I'm gonna relying. Start I'm relying on George and James to tell me if I should be afraid. No, you should not. I want you to be your lovely stuff. You know, Renata. One of these days, my goal is to have a conversation with the Brooklyn Renata, not the principal Renata. <laughs> one. My, that's funny. My goal. Is to get the nigga and all that. That I'm, I'm, I'm praying you very know, hard. I, as soon one. as I quit my job, or <laughs> they fire me, I think I should do that so they can fire me, and then I could collect unemployment. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. Um, mm-hmm. But one of these days, that I want to interview that Renata. Holy Ghost, hey, Corey, me is sitting there. What's the over-under that she says, oh, my God, at least five times on the show? I'm, gonna I'm, go, I'm taking the over. Oh, I'll make it interesting. I'll, I'll go under because I got faith for my girl. It's not the girl that's the problem. It's us making her say it. <laughs> right. I know. I'm going under. And I please, by all means, gentlemen. Use whatever tricks you have in your arsenal to help <laughs> provide those. Oh my god! <laughs> this is really going to be uh, just a lighthearted conversation. So I'm going to start with an icebreaker. Everybody loves an icebreaker. Uh, here we go. I'm just going to ask you some random questions. Don't touch <laughs> Renata, keep strong. I need under five. Keep strong. I took, I believe the, in I you. took, I took the over, bro. I had <laughs> to go for what? <laughs> Renata, I believe in you. Come on. Just mute your mic. Whenever you feel it, just mute your mic. You know I love a good mute. <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. It's a All safe, right. safe space. No judgment. All three of you guys, would you ever uh, consider writing someone in jail as a pen pal? I have. I'm going to come back to you because I have a follow-up, a bunch of follow-up questions (laughs) now that you said that. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) would you ever write to somebody as a pen pal in jail? 
they could call me from their burner when like security guard is asleep, but I'm not really a letter writing person. Sorry. The the writer of songs doesn't like writing letters. Go figure. James, yeah. would you have <laughs> been a minute since I did that too? So well, good thing. <laughs> uh maybe a relative. But like in a friendship or a significant other, I will see you when you get out. Renata, my dear, um, that brings it back to you for my follow-up question or questions. Yeah, tell me more. It was 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 this a family member? No. Okay. Was this a romantic interest? Um, prior to that, yes. Okay. So I in high school, you know, your friends have like their relationships and one of my friends um was dating a guy and he introduced me to his friend who at the time I didn't know was on probation and he like violated his probation I don't even remember how he violated his probation but went to jail and so we used to write I actually used to go visit him as well which is a which was a bit much for 18 years old. That was a bit much. Um, but then I found out one time when I went that his ex-girlfriend had went and he couldn't get a visit. So it was a wrap after that. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, do you have something? Because I don't want to hog the floor with all the questions here. I mean, I just I be feeling like the judge be breaking people up and they be staying together. <laughs> well, when that sentence come down, I believe I, I believe he did. I, I think he broke up with you for me. Like, I think it's over. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Not something I would ever do again. Ever. Although oh, okay. my brother, my brother was in jail and the woman he was pen pals with also was in jail and when they came out they had a kid together very interesting scenario black love you can't you yeah. can't black love you hear me by any means nothing can separate us is what it say yeah um where are we going here oh <clears throat> what do you value like you most guys... in your friends what happened Gabe or not I'll, I'll... I was just going to say I feel like you guys learn something new about me every podcast maybe. yes <laughs> and I love that for us did I use it right <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> I, I, I was going to save it but since the the floor is here uh, so did you help send this young brother a kite when he was um, behind bars? No, no. Okay. It, it, that scenario is really wild. I'll tell you guys offline, but um, that whole ex-girlfriend showing up and that whole scenario like shifted the trajectory of that situation. 
It's like the wake up call. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Renata, I, I brought you on as a female voice uh, since we're talking about prison. Uh, shout out to BG who just came home. I know the guys would have jokes, but I brought you up here to be the, <laughs> to pull us and reel us back in um, <laughs> about BG coming home. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start with you and ask your perspective of BG coming home and just know whatever answer you give, there will be jokes. So just as a disclaimer. I'm okay with it. All right. So how do you feel? BG, coming home. Brittany Griner, for the holidays. I thought you were talking about BG from the Hot Boys. Never mind. <laughs> BG ain't never coming home. That nigga ain't never coming home. I was home. like, I thought he... I thought he was locked up. Locked up. Nah, he, he under the jail. Monica trying to get him out. <laughs> I can't. Oh, What's your um, feeling, Renata? I really feel like it's Biden securing votes. Um, I feel like it it was far gone. Like she could have been home a long time ago. Um, and I hate that a black woman is at the center of this because I feel like we continue to save the day in this country, or it gives the illusion that this scenario was like that. But I'm glad that she is no longer serving a sentence over there and that her family is no longer stressed about what her experience is and what is happening to her over there. I'll throw to James. James, how do you, how do you feel about BG coming off? Well, BG is from Houston. So, you know, shout out to um, her family and everyone. Um, no, I was rapping about Houston people. I, I think it goes to show you just how nasty these governments are. Mm-hmm. Um, Russia is some dirty dogs, man. I mean, goodness. You mean to tell me that you're going to hold this woman hostage and then put her, not only did they hold her in, conf- in confinement before a sentence, then they gave an unjust sentence to her and then they put her in some type of um, offshore of deep prison camp away from regular prison. Like they put her in in some nasty Russian jail, all to get the mo- probably the most dangerous man alive out. When I when I watched the I watched the documentary or not a documentary. Oh, sixty minutes had a special on this man, Victor, um, what's it, Root, whatever his last name is. He's a beast. Like, he's the dude, like, <laughs> he's he's the guy in the movies that, you know, he's this is real life. This man is, is sparring violence in nations. Like, he's giving arms to countries that don't even have food, but they got guns now because of him. I'm like, he is, he is the last person you want free. And to watch that exchange of her walking out and then them shaking hands and hugging this man um, as if he's some kind of hero, man, 
Russia is some dirty, dirty dogs. And so, no, we lost this trade. Um, big time, Thank but you. I am. I'm, <laughs> we definitely lost this trade. We traded a shooter for a big. Um, we, <laughs> 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 we lost this trade. But when, whenever this airs, one thing, um, one thing I do know that by the time this this podcast airs, Brittany Grana's wife is going to be real sore. Are right, y'all carry on? <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question. You guys don't think, or Gene specifically, you don't think she was set up? I think, well, okay, so technically, because of the situation, she brought the hashes oil. She brought it, okay. You believe so, it was hers? All of I that? do. Well, well, she well she said so as much in, in one of her pleas, but she did okay. not think it was going to be to the degree of what it was, and so it's a punishable offense, but not to what they did to her mm-hmm. by any means. You know, this is like me doing a life sentence for running the red light. You know what I mean? Like th- th- this is totally egregious, and they took an opportunity and to take a notable person because they knew who she was. She's been playing in Russia for years. Um, and she's always going over there. You know, this is for WNBA players. And they probably was always going over there with what yeah. she was carrying. Yeah. I mean, she's on a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cause she, she's certainly not the only one. Right. And so this is, she was the chosen piece to their huge puzzle to get this menace back. Um, because there are other people who are still not over there. I mean, who are still detained over there and have been for a couple of years um, that are still detained and won't won't be let go. They won't even let those guys go. So it's almost like they were lenient in this particular situation. Um, Russia's bad, man. <laughs> they are bad. And I'm like, man, listen, WNBA players, I know you need to make your money because you're not getting paid over here, but don't go over there because yeah. this could, yeah, this could happen. Jorge, I'm going to let you go before um, I continue to cut up along with James, but what are your two cents? Uh, Seriously speaking, I'm glad they got her free. Um, uh, All right. I think that's the only serious thing that I have to say about it. Thank you. Boy. What a time is going. Listen, let me tell you something. Um, I think it's best that we, um, if we want to gift the grinders something, I'm just assuming that they are the grinders. Um, like neck pillow massagers. <laughs> um, I'm assuming this is just me. I'm assuming, like, you know, adjustable belts. Um, <laughs> um, Brittany, Brittany, if you're listening to this, Brittany, yeah, yeah, by chance Brittany. you come across this, um, if yes. you put, if you put totally frozen ice cubes on the inside of your jaws, mm-hmm. it'll help you heal better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your, your recovery time <laughs> will be oh a whole God. lot better. I know you're probably really, really aching right now. Oh but 
Put them in the and you want to get there, you want to miss, you want to show you how much you did miss. So listen. So, so back corners first, all right? Yeah. You give that about 20 minutes, you know, hot and cold, all right? Right when you listen to outside, <laughs> Hot on the outside, cold on the inside, you'll be good as new. You'll be back in action. I believe, I believe the songwriter said once from the window to the doggone wall, bro. Yeah, listen, yeah, there it is. We may need to be praying for her wife because this is try to tell you. And um Phoenix Mercury, I'm just just get yourselves ready too, just in case somebody new joined the team. Uh, yeah, no. it's oof. But you're free now, so you don't have to rest this. All right. You got <laughs> You're in the off season, so you live right. in and, and it's the holiday season. So don't don't mm-hmm. you know? You ever had steak before? Huh? Huh? You know that first meal you eat when you get off a fast? Huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can, can I just tell you my my? You got to pace uh, yourself. Listen. My take on BG in a Russian prison is that uh, they made her take five shots of Sveka Vodka and made her play everybody one-on-one for her freedom. And um, a nigga named Merchant of Death, you don't get a nickname like that by just handing out uh, candy after school. So, uh, right. see? And, and, and to James's point, yeah, we, we lost that trade. But um, I'm happy that she's home. I do feel bad for her wife. And I hope they got the um, KY jelly that comes in a gown because uh, she, she, she was backed up. But, you saw she was cheesing behind Biden? Listen. She, <laughs> listen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Gotcha. More than more than push up. <laughs> Boy. You gonna find out if you gonna find out if Gushers is a fruit snack or a candy. I'm gonna tell you that. Boy. Boy. Remember jawbreakers? Hello. All right. Hello. Bernard, I, I promise you, I'm not I, I didn't bring you up here to do this to you. We really gonna have some some decent conversation. Unmute, I promise. Unmute, Renato. So- unmute. <laughs> not even looking at my phone. I know if my your phone is muted right now. <laughs> Yeah, man. I I, she said, "Oh my God!" Twice. I know. I already right. said, oh my God. Yeah. So my oh, question man. to you, my question to y'all is: Okay, so we're, we're glad that she's back home, but now that the Merchant of Death is released, are we all going to die? Well, no. Thank uh, wait, can I right quick? I'm sorry, Renata. Here's my thing, and this is the other part to that. Um, you know. They gave him the porterhouse and the interrogation room for all of the Russian secrets. And I feel like he was under the impression that he wasn't ever going back. So he probably told him everything. And now he's kind of um, 18 life sentences and now you got to go back. I don't necessarily <laughs> know if it's going bold well for him going back. Um, he might be around there like, well, how'd you get back? Uh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Uh, you don't want to know. Thanks to Brittany. <laughs> thanks to Brittany. But yeah, I, I think um, that 18 life sentences and having to come back 
when you thought you were free in a in, a, in an American prison, you didn't have to see Putin and these niggas no more. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Right? What were you getting ready to say? I just think they have so they have a lot to deal with with the Ukraine. There's so much happening. I don't imagine that we will see the effects of this anytime soon. So y'all saying this is Ukraine's problem, not ours. So well, he it's still ours. Ukraine. It's still ours, kind of, since we're we've invested so much in the Ukraine. So, so basically, Ukraine was like the 2016 Cavaliers, mm. and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, not, <laughs> and now Russia just got KD back. Okay. All right, Ukraine. How's kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about can we talk about this triple double that Brittany Griner is about to average in the My WNBA next year? Oh. I'm talking. I'm just talking about the league. We gotta get off the wife for now because we gotta give Brittany. No, she ain't getting room. off the wife. That's what I'm saying. That's, 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 let Brittany have this. I'm just saying she been training in Russian cells for nine months. You know the numbers. Do you know the numbers that she about to put up in the league, dog? Michael Jordan, who? Listen, she, she, she got might have twenty and thirty. Somebody said she was like Tayshawn Prince, and I'm gonna leave it alone. We're gonna move on. But I heard right, someone right. said she was like she was like Tayshawn Prince. Oh, man. Um, after, I got, after this weekend, she go after this weekend, she have a goatee too. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh god! All right, I got a question. All right, Brett. Okay, what's the worst job you ever had? I'll start with Rodana. The worst job? Worst job you ever had. 411 operator. I'm aging myself right now. Wow. Why so? Definitely was a 411 operator. So at that time, and I think 411 is still a thing. Shout out to Google. But... um, (laughs) At that time, first of all, the FCC requires that there are a certain amount of people on the lines at all times. So if you are on your shift and you like want to go to the restroom, you can't just like log out of the system and go to the restroom. Like you have to put a cup on top of your computer so that the super the floor supervisor knows like you have to go to the restroom and then they have to find someone to get on the lines so that you can get off to go to the restroom um yeah then like at that time people would call to like get information obviously and say like they were looking for a law office or like a doctor's office that was like crazy last name and you know like Fitch and Nagel or something <laughs> and you need to give them the number but they need to be able to spell it correctly because you can't if you don't spell it correctly when you search the number for them it won't come up 
So you'd ask like, well, how are you spelling that? And they'd be on the line like, are you stupid? Like <laughs> it's spelled and you have to be nice, right? <laughs> so it was that. Or the people in like jail or um, staying asylums that would dial 411 and play on the phone all day. So then you'd have like repeated cycles on your phone. Like, and you can't hang up on them. So like, yeah, it was just torture for me. And you did that for eight hours? Yeah. And at that time, the starting salary for that, and this is, I want to say, maybe 1998-ish, 99, was like seven fifty an hour. It was like minimum wage. Bless your heart. Yeah. Hated it. That's Brooklyn Brown didn't come out at night at one time? You kept it cool the entire time? Yeah, I, yeah, I did actually. I did. I did. All right, I'm gonna come back to you because I feel like I got a follow up question. James, what's the worst job you ever had? All of them, every last one of them. <laughs> all my jobs. <laughs> Hate working. All of them. I just want to be on a vacation right now. <laughs> I feel that. Um, I think the absolute worst one was when I worked for Cutco. Um, Cutco, yeah, that's when I um was going door to door selling knives. Oh, mm. okay, like that, that. Okay, all right. Mm. Yeah. So Cutco. imagine, picture the scene. Okay, we're in the mid nineties, in the summertime in Alabama, black man with a blue button down shirt on. That's a gene. <laughs> Going to a suburban neighborhood with a bag oh of knives. Mm, 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 mm. The amount of Doberman pinches that I've seen <laughs> mm, mm, mm. and sprinklers that have been turned on me. <laughs> they were not a his thing when you got on a light blue shirt, right? It does not um, hide the perspiration well. So now you right. got yeah. You know, <laughs> you want so to do that, James? So imagine going to house number three, sweating with a bag of knives. <laughs> you want to do that? Come into your house and do a presentation. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> yeah. How long did that last, James? Three weeks. <laughs> Did anyone when I saw, ever... when I saw that, hold on. When I saw that first check, and I realized that I could sell stamps and get this kind of money, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can, oh, I can, oh, oh. I can, I can collect Coke cans and turn them in and get this instead of risking my life. Yeah, I quit. And then the oh, second man. worst is when I worked for Sears as a um, for Sears call center. So from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., I would be um, taking calls from just grown-up customers mm-hmm. whose appliances or parts didn't work. So just imagine having to wake up at 4.45, Monday through Friday, Dang. just to sign in and get cussed out 
by someone you do not know over something mm-hmm. that is not your fault. Mm-hmm. And our job is, yeah, and our job is to turn them, to keep them from from turning in the product, but trying to fix it, bringing it in for maintenance so we don't lose the customer. Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I know why people do crack in the morning. I realize mm-hmm. now, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George, you got a, uh, your worst job? Uh, the worst job was, um, it was an event place. It was called Amaranti's. Um, I was a dishwasher. Minimum wage. I was fine with being a dishwasher because I, I washed dishes at home, so I felt partly qualified. Um <laughs> So I would go there, wash dishes, but then being a dishwasher turned into taking out trash, to doing this, doing that. And then the final straw was when um, a pipe busted in the basement and they asked me to go clean it. What they didn't tell me was it was one of the pipes from the bathroom. So. Oh my god. Yeah, I walked down the <laughs> stairs. I looked at it. I said and I said, cool. Walked back up the stairs. <laughs> got into my mother's 85 Buick Century and drove the hell home. Mm-mm. Didn't even give my I'm out. For what? They knew what two minute notice. Oh, and that's not the that was the that was the first time I did that. The second time I did that, I actually tried to get a job when I was in college, and I was like, let me just work at Wendy's, make some money. Um, there was an there's an instructional video to work at Wendy's. Just FYI for those if you're trying to grind at Wendy's, just letting y'all know y'all gonna have to watch the tape before y'all get to work. Um, they let me watch the tape, said, cool, this is my first day. Came out from watching the tape. They was like, um, yeah, you got to switch the signs. I said, okay, which sign? Just show me what the sign is. You know what sign they wanted me to switch? The sign that's on the side of the road, the big (laughs) one with the letters. They was like, just get that ladder. Ladder? Ladder. Put the ladder up there and then switch the words up there and then come back in and we'll tell you what to do next. So guess what I did? But I, I got in my mother's 85 Buick <laughs> Century. <laughs> and I drove the hell home. That one though, that one made my mother, I thought my mother was gonna pass out from laughing because I had just left the house. I left the house like an hour ago and I came back. She was like, yo, what happened to work? I was like, yeah, they wanted me to change the sign. Yo, she cried laughing, yo. I was like, yeah, I'm going back to Virginia. Forget this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Renata, you remember um, in the city where they tried to get, um, they were trying to get you to sponsor kids on the street 
Oh, they still do. And I don't understand why anyone does that. Why? Well, someone who's looking for money in the summertime would do that when that's the only thing that was um, available. And this is for somebody who hates heat. And mind you, this job you have to do outdoors in the summer. Um, So James and George, what I would used to do because um, I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm trying to be as nice as possible when I say this. Mm-hmm. They had some ugly kids in the folder, right? So what I would do is okay. I put the cute kids in the front. So when I stop people, boom, you got little Israel who got the dimples going. Or I flip over, and it's young Amelia who missing a tooth. But she she got a she got a nice bobo <laughs> on her head. Yeah, nice bobo. She got, yeah, as long as they got, got nice the bobo, bobo, they good. What they didn't tell me was that after I sold like my first um got the first sponsorship, I couldn't reshuffle the deck and get some more cute kids. So mm. I was then left with um, you know. The the um Sheldon Williams of the the pack. Oh, come and, on, man! I, I'm just trying not to the, not the spoon forehead. I'm just trying to tell wow. you what happened. So I didn't have time to reshuffle my binder, and um they wanted us to do. I think it was like six an hour, but mind you, this was 14th Street, Union Square. That's exactly where I'm thinking about. Corey, you tried yep. to stop me on the street before. I probably have. I probably have. And I'm not gonna lie to you, my my strategy was conversation. If I can get you to laugh, I'll walk with you. I didn't want you to stop. If I can get you to laugh, just acknowledge <laughs> me, I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. So we had we, we had three shifts that we had to do. <laughs> I didn't make it to the third shift because I I stayed with my uncle in Brooklyn. Uh, I was like, because it's easier for me to just get to the headquarters and we had to grab our folders and go. It was so bad, George. I never collected my check from them. And years later, it was like a little uh, IRS stipend said that you had unclaimed money. Ask me how much the check was, please. Anyone, just ask me how much the check was. How much was the check? Two dollars, George. They could have gave me that two dollars when I left after the second show. They could have gave me that two dollars in cash, and I would have went home for the day. But yeah, that only lasted um, one day. I did the orientation, which was indoors under the air condition, and then my first day on the field, I didn't make it past the second shift. But Renata, yes, I probably did try to sell you a kid um, on Fourteenth Street. And you don't have to be muted for for your for your laughter. I, I just want you to know, it's more than welcome for you to. I'm actually not laughing. I'm just I, for forever. I thought they were scammers. No, they're hundred percent. Well, when they got one, yeah, they're hundred percent with scammers. Yeah, that two dollar check. Your two dollar check is giving the scammers. The plan was, or the pay pay grade was, if you got more than four or five in a day, is where you were supposed to see the real money. But yeah, Corey wouldn't make it. Didn't make it past the second shift. I was, 
This ain't for me. Uh, got on the Metro, good old Iron Horse, and went back to my uncle's house and uh, stayed in the park till I was supposedly off and then made it, I went back to his house. I, I, I left when I was supposed to and came back allegedly when I was supposed to, but I only did. <laughs> Not allegedly. Yeah, alleged, alleged. The statute of limitations is probably long gone from there. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask this question, which is gonna set up uh, the next part of the conversation. We're gonna go. I'm gonna start with you, George. What do you value most in your friends? Honesty. Um. Yeah, like honesty. It's like I I I I dread the. I dread to have somebody that's in my life, in my circle, that's not keeping it a buck with me. Like, if it's just something simple because I I always, I always compare it to like, when you, you, you go out and like, maybe you gotta, your breath might be a little tart, might have a little boogie in your nose. I need you to tell me, I need you to give me that piece of gum. I need you to be like, yo, there's something right there. You need to get that off your face. Like, I need you to be real with me because if there's something that's going wrong with me that I can't see, you can see it. I really prefer that you tell me so I'm not out here looking crazy. So I really need that honesty um, for, with my friends. So, and I could strongly say that you guys have no problem being honest with me. I was about to say, George, uh, I don't know if you, you're going to find an, a more honest group of people Facts. to tell you about yourself. Uh, Bishop, what's one of the qualities you value most in your friends? Private text messages. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh right there. Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> okay, that counts. That's three. That counts. But, oh my God, I can. All right, there we go. Renata, come on. You got two more. We need to. We need to spread these things out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sometimes clutch. Um, especially if you're in the group and oh, and, you, and you need to have a, a side text based on what's happening in the group. Um, and, and I would dare say, if you can't have a side text outside of the group, then the group ain't really grouping like it needs to be grouping. Right, so, the group ain't grouping. <laughs> Some things need to be further expressed. Um, oh, yeah. man. So I love that. Um, I, I, I think the thing that I value the most is when I am around the people who reveal more out of me or bring out of me things that are there. And I can be comfortable with that. And they can be comfortable with seeing me who I am, but still esteem me at my highest. So I can be my whole self, you know, with what I am and the position that I'm in, I have to be so guarded so much because I represent so much for so many people. And so when you can find a group of people who can see you 
and embrace all that you are and still not look at me side-eyed and say, okay, no, I see who you are. I know who you really are. You ain't that. No, I am that. I'm all right. those things. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a human being as well. Um, I have feelings and emotions. I don't get it right all the time, but I'm still a, a respectable person. I'm still a leader. I'm still a man of God. I'm also a nut. I'm a fool. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and w- when people can embrace that and still esteem you, um, and then show you things that you probably wouldn't know. I love that. So that's what I value the most. Renata, my dear, what do you value most in your friends? And all of these are linked because where, where I go after this question, you guys are going to see uh, the genius. But Renata? Uh, I have to say a relationship with God. Um. I need friends that can get a prayer through. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't be the only intercessor. Additionally, <laughs> like, like I need you to be tapped in. Like I need you to understand um, the ebbs and flows in the different seasons and like it's not personal, right? Like there are times where God takes you on a, on a different journey sometimes than your friends. And when you have friends that understand God uh, a bit more and understand like your journey, they are not less offended. Um, but I think I'm thinking more of like my female friends and just over the years how we have grown together or apart and come back together. And I know a lot of that is because of the God in them, the God in me. So I think it is the relationship with God that I value most. Okay. Yeah, it has to be the female friends because your male friends are awful. Uh, They trash. I'm I'm hosting a block party. We're we're sorry for your... um, other male friends can't speak for this group. Not, all, not uh, talking about you guys, the other ones. Yeah, I mean, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with honesty, being able to pray and being able to uh, help pull stuff out of you that isn't there, I'm going to give you guys a scenario and I would love your uh, take on this. Renata, I'll start with you. You get a call from, or a, a text from one of your female friends. Let's just say you're in a relationship. You get a text from your female friend that says, oh, your boyfriend should do OnlyFans. Huh? How do you, I'm glad you, yes. <laughs> How do you respond to that from <laughs> your friend who says, hey, your boyfriend, there's no context. It's just, hey. Your boyfriend should do OnlyFans. <laughs> my boyfriend should do. She's telling me my boyfriend should do an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. My first response. I don't know. I probably would. Put my phone on do not disturb at first because if I respond immediately, 
it's going to end our friendship. I think I would probably say you first. <laughs> you first. You start one first. But your first, your initial response would be no response because you wouldn't want to destroy the friendship. Yeah. Because I would need to... I would hope that someone who knows me would add more context to why they are saying that. So, like, your boyfriend has great eyebrows and could make a lot of money on OnlyFans. You know, people show off a lot of different things on OnlyFans. In fact, I need to start an OnlyFans because life My is God. expensive. Throw out, throw out the free subscription <laughs> to your boys in the chat right here. Throw out the free subscription to your boys. We'll, uh, we'll promote it for you. I hope so. Yeah, we we'll support it. Promote it and I yeah. hope so, bless me. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're supportive. Very, 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 very. Now, yeah. fellas, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'm not going to say your wives. I'm putting you in the same boyfriend-girlfriend <laughs> scenario because I don't want you killing anybody. You're in a relationship and your boy comes up to you and says, yo, your girl should start her own thing. <laughs> Nigga, you try to get me to cuss on your shoulder? <laughs> like, what, what's the... the yo... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is wow! Like, unless his feet, like we get that foot money. <laughs> that foot you, money. You, you want somebody lusting over your woman's feet? Listen, <laughs> get that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's money. the first time I've ever heard that phrase. That's awesome. Get that ankle money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she got that bracelet with a cross on it. Listen, hang it down. <laughs> Remember them, them charms used to be hitting back in the day. You get all them old charm bracelets from back in the day. What them junks was called? I forgot what they was called. Man, for all types of stuff in there. Oh my goodness! You can even advertise. Jimmy, so, Jimmy, George sound like he got experience. Yeah, he he ordered a foot bracelet or two before on his day. I, I think that was '96 George that was on that tear, ordering uh foot braces with the infinity loop on it. James, you just came up with the for George. Listen, George is about to have Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> James, just play. Did you get that pumice stone? Hmm? <laughs> These dudes gonna have a hard time getting off on their feet and they see that John 316 tattoo. On <laughs> I won't hear nothing. You get that Epsom salt? Let's go. <laughs> is that what this gas is? Come on. Oh. Streams. There we go. In the words of Hustle Man, you know how much a pack of Frank stars? (laughs) 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 
Oh my God. James, I need your answer before I move on to why I asked you guys that. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I, I will never ever have to worry about this because the only fans that Nicole knows is the one in our living room. <laughs> 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 and I need to clean that one. Um, so <laughs> I don't ever have to worry about that situation. But I don't think I have a friend in the world that will even come to me um, and do something like that. So that's a scenario that I'm quite sure would never happen in my life at all. Um, nah. Now, the so, reason why I asked you all these, and I, I highlighted what you all said, George, you start with honesty. If your friend was to tell you that the relationship that you was in is not it, how do you, and this is, this is for all of us here, but how do you receive that information? Do you, do you receive that information from a friend that, hey, look, this, this probably ain't the best situation, or uh, what do you do in that scenario? I'll no, go that's... First. I, I, let me go first. Let me oh. get on that one. Um, okay. And if she is listening, shout out to Alicia Stevens. Alicia Stevens is like my sister. We were in college and I was with Janae at the time. Yeah, I know about Janae. I told you about Janae. Yeah. Renata, mm-hmm. I'll tell you about Janae later. Um, but I was with Janae and my nose was wide open and Alicia looked me dead in my face and said, that girl's going to hurt you. You need to get out of that relationship. You need to get out now. And I can see it. And she was like, bro. And and so Alicia and Deshauna and that whole crew uh, were like, you need to need to chill. And I was listening to them because they had free food. So I was listening. <laughs> but I wasn't hearing. Because as soon as this meal was over, I was going to call Janae and see if I can get to her crib. But she was right. But I, and, I, and I loved Alicia because she was not afraid to tell me the absolute truth. And it was not, not like she was trying to get with me on the slide or anything like that because we were like a brother-sister relationship. Um, but she saw it. And I never fought her because what she was saying wasn't necessarily wrong. It wasn't like I couldn't see it. It was just I was so enamored with Janae that I was willing just to, to go with whatever came with it. But she saw it. And she told me what now, was up. How did you, did you uh, write her off for telling you that? Or did you? Nope. You just, you nope. just accepted it and said, okay. I just took it as she don't like, she doesn't like Janae. And I looked at it okay. as she was trying to be protective of big bro. But so she wasn't necessarily going to be happy with anybody that wasn't the type of girl that she thought I would, I was supposed to be with. So it's like okay, she just don't like it. So I'll make sure these two are never around each other and we cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. But she was right. <laughs> she was right. Long, long story less long. She was right. Yeah. And Janina, you're listening to this. Yeah, she was right about you. Okay. Go ahead. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Let her know, bro. Renata, your your female circle comes to you and I'll, I'll change the scenario for you. Let's say you get engaged and you're uh-huh. happy and you want to share the uh, excitement with your female circle and you send a text message and a collective group responds with, you sure? Mm. Um, 
I trust my circle. This actually happened recently. Oh my God. Do I want to tell a story? Of course you do. So. No one's listening. Just me, you, James, and George. (laughs) 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 So, um, as you all know, I've been browsing dating apps, but um, a guy I connected with um, cool. He was cool. The conversation was cool, but we exchanged social media information. And you know, on social media, you start to like if you follow someone or the person, and you and the person have common people in common. When those people like the person's picture, you can see their name and their likes. Um, and so I saw like two of my friends' names and his likes. And I was like, hmm. I debated like, do I want to ask him or do I want to ask them? Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked them, my friends, that is. And I'm like, you know, we have our way of asking. No real detailed question. Shoot the picture and go. Like, what, what's hap- what is this? What should I know about this person? So my friend tells me, I know you and I know what you're looking for and I know who you are and I know who he is. Leave him alone. And that was enough for me. Like, I didn't need to go beyond that because I know she has my best interest in mind. Like, she was literally in the room when I delivered my daughter. So I'm not concerned with, like, her being shady about it but she elaborated and I was like oh yeah no not for me (laughs) like (laughs) deep 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 like about him having an insert in his penis just like a lot of stuff and I was like okay yeah so so he should have an OnlyFans it seems like okay all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Gushes. George, you go right over. <laughs> go right over there. You're all step right over there. Mighty God. You're all step right over there. George, I got to change the scenario for you a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, please. You <laughs> please. You asked. So it was I, me, I, Brittany Griner, and some honest. Never, never guys. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay so what if you're in a scenario where your your homegirl that's like james alluded to like bro and sis she introduces you to a girl but it's like the usher song where she really wants you herself but she's introducing a friend to you hold on you feel you feel the friend, but you're not really feeling the friend. And because she's in a cis relationship with you, you just kind of look at her as this. But somebody tells you that she's the one that actually uh, is feeling you. So um, this is this is given. This is uh, Renato. Tell me if I'm doing this right. This is given giving a UPN sitcom 
all black sitcom <laughs> early two thousand. All over. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Tia, Tia just introduced me to Alexis Fields' character. Mm. I, everybody, everybody in the audience knows that me and Tia should be together. But right. Tia's trying to hook me up with Alexis Fields' character. And Alexis mm-hmm. Fields' character is too, too stush and fancy or whatever, and it don't work out. Um, <laughs> uh, shoot. You know what? To be quite honest with you, I never was a, I was never big on assisting. Like either you was a um, <laughs> like you was a serial hugger. You right? You was you, 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 you yeah. Was it was like <laughs> my female friends was just people that I tried to get with and it didn't work out. So <laughs> you feel me? Like it wasn't really like a situation where I was like, oh, she's she's really smart at algebra. We we're gonna be friends. Like <laughs> it never really worked out like that. <laughs> So, I mean, I mean to be quite honest with you, I could really just if 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 I go back in the traces of my mind and think of what I would have said to that moment, I'm pretty sure the words that would have came out of my mouth was like, "Bump Alexis, what's up with you?" (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. (laughs) Question corrected. But I'm pretty sure that's what I would have did because I, I really didn't like the the, 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 the 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 thing was never was never for me. Yo. It was never for me. <laughs> that is such girl, an so awkward in, spot to be. I was in the gym shooting shots, boy. Listen, let me tell you, like I, 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 I shot. What's the best way to put it, yo? I was a volume shooter, bro. Well, I was mellow. Nigga was a volume shooter. <laughs> I was mellow. I was definitely mellow. Like, I mean, I I didn't shoot at a forty percent clip like Steph, but I was, but I was still I was knocking them down. <laughs> but, I just, I, but I missed a lot. I missed a lot. <laughs> but just let that me get a couple such, more up. That is such an awkward spot for the messenger. Yeah, like, it what is. do you say? What do you say? Because it depends on where she's coming from. Sneaky link. I can't date you publicly and my my friend is checking for you. Oh, that's another layer to it right there. Because if if Alexis was digging me, uh, yikes. What is that person supposed to do? So maybe if it was explained to me that the Alexis part of it she was digging me. Then maybe I wouldn't wouldn't have been so bold to tell Tia. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know. I just I was I was a real bold dude in them days. <laughs> That's like, Alexis' problem. Like really, <laughs> That's like Alexis' problem. Got it. But to be fair, to be fair, if if I'm at that stage with Tia, I probably already told Tia, and she probably already dubbed me. So. I think I would have just moved on with Alexis. <laughs> like, Tia would know some by, by then, and she would have done me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think we'd have been good. Renata, you said it's an awkward situation. Why? I think she was saying it'd be awkward me trying to talk back to Tia. No, but um, with Tia knowing that Alexis likes me, she wouldn't be able to go forward with exactly. it because that's her friend. Exactly. Mm. Renata, I'm well, going to ask you. Before, I did have a situation where um, the girl that I was with um, her best friend let it be known to me mm. that if she ever if she ever messed up mm. then, and what? yeah yeah see and, and on certain terms let it be known like okay no if she if she messed up then come see me now the crazy part about that was I laughed it off because I thought it was one of those things where she was just being highly complimentary or whatever. And, and um, you know, because I'm a good-looking man, right? So I just thought she was just, you know, um, enjoying the view. Never crossed the line or anything <laughs> like that. It took out a little bit. Hold on, James. Hold on, James. Let me just say something for the female listeners of the podcast. Um... It's a very dangerous thing. What, what James just said, it's a very dangerous thing when a man knows how handsome he is. Nigga. I'm, I mean, you know. It's a My mom di- used to say, Corey ain't short on confidence, boy. You ain't gonna ever tell him me. Listen. He ain't lying. He ain't lying to you. you know, y'all just be, y'all are so somebody, listen, women. Somebody, should, somebody's um, backup point guards, they don't know. They have no idea. They should be starting. George, when you when you got the boldness to say you can drop fifty on any given night, you have this aura about you, and niggas know or not. He gets he, he puts up buckets. Yeah, you can't yeah. tell that nigga nothing. And niggas transferable to men or women, so not you can't tell that nigga nothing. There you go. Transferable to you too. So when you know you can get buckets. It, it is what it is, and and, and this is this is not this is not arrogance. It's awareness. Okay, it's 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 not saying I'm better than everyone else. It's saying I know what I got. Okay, so songwriter um, said I made you look. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and so and so they shoot. So so so. Her friend was just letting it be known that she sees what she sees. You know what I mean? Um, ironically, we're still friends to this day. It's hilarious. But I have I one story you. similar to that, and that's uh, when I got out of college, um, my friends used to work for Nickelodeon. and No, MTV, I'm sorry. And they invited me out to this party one night in the village, uh, Right, right, right around the corner from the village underground, Renata, and I know George, you've probably been there once or twice, but Man. they invited me to a party. Um, <laughs> it was an after-work function. I really didn't want to go, but I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to go straight home. And it was a playoff time, so my whole thought was, I can sit at the bar, watch the games, let them do whatever they're doing, and when the game's over, I can get up and leave. 
one of their coworkers took a liking to me at the bar, came, started talking to me. We start having conversation, start feeling her, all this other stuff, feeling her in the sense of, hey, look, she's cool. I can probably get to know her. Not Harvey Weinstein feeling her where it's inappropriate. I just want to set the room straight. Um, okay. So we go out on a couple of dates. They invite me to another party and she was supposed to come. She doesn't. I meet somebody else at the party. I start having a strong feeling for this new girl and found out that they were both roommates. So now, yeah, I'm stuck in the pickle with first girl who was okay and now new girl who looked better and mm -hmm. I, I had grown a, a liking to. So yeah, you know how like when you try to switch barbers in the same barbershop, that's the kind mm. of situation that I was, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A situation that I was trying to deal with. Um I ended up going with the new the new the newest girl, but that's besides the point. They were roommates. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was roommates. I didn't know. But I was I was in too deep the second girl this time. It was like Renata, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Was there an altercation? There was not because it was timed. Not that I planned it this way. God looked out for you, boy. He sent first girl on a she had a filming thing out of the country for a couple months, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, we can just keep in touch." I'm like, "Perfect." Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he will? He'd be blowing, don't he? I cannot. Yeah, he looked out for you, boy. On that, keep one. on looking out. The way of escape. Huh? Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. You do it. Don't make me yell. My kids sleep. Don't make me yell in here. Listen. Oh gosh. Cora, if someone right, say I lucked up. They call it perfect timing. Glory to God. Good. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> My but Renata, it was awkward the first time that I did go over to the house and I saw that they were roommates. I was like, oh, oh, mm. this, is, this is interesting. Mm. Well, well, well. Yeah. Yeah. But Renata, I have a question for you. Shoot. What is your stance on? I don't want to say pol men policing outfits. That's not what I'm getting. But let me set the scenario. You're in a relationship. You guys have, have a shared house. <laughs> Gentlemen's, the, it's Sunday, game day. Male friends are coming over to watch the games all day. Boyfriend says to you, hey, look, I prefer you not wear boy shorts or X, Y, and Z around my male friend's. Is that something that is cool or are you pushing back? Nigga, you can't tell me what to wear. Blah, 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 blah. What, what's your, what's your. So. One, my friends know that I really have gatherings at my house because I do not like to wear clothes. Like I hate having on clothes when I'm home. Is, so okay. that is, that is an issue to a certain degree but like if he's having male company I don't I want to be fully dressed so 
I'm going to make sure they have what they need. And then I'm going to go about my business, like disappear, go out, do something else because I will be uncomfortable having to be like home and fully dressed. So you, you would find another means of getting out of the house as opposed to making it awkward with, because boyfriend might know, all right, well, she ain't, she ain't never gonna put no clothes on. So you'd rather <laughs> right. just go out. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Fellas, I'll ask the same question. I'm not gonna put it in regards to your wife, but I'll ask you the same thing. If it's a girlfriend, uh, we'll put you back in college so that it's easier to digest. You're, you got a frat house or something. Uh, Girlfriend stays over because of the party the night before. Do you tell her, hey, could you hang out in the room until everybody's gone? Or could you throw on some sweats? And what's your stance, gentlemen? My friends were pigs in college. No disrespect. Shout out to Shannon and everybody that's listening. Um, At the time when I did, um, when I was in a relationship, she definitely stayed in the room and just went home when the fellas came by. Like, they were cool, but they were, <laughs> they were some niggas. For <laughs> like, lack of better words. For lack of better words, like, they, they were some niggas. So, I mean, all getting their education, you know, but we were, yeah, we were, we were some niggas, yo. So, she would have just left or um yeah she definitely would have just left she really couldn't stand him <laughs> so that wouldn't have been an issue and at the same time i wouldn't even expect i'm really thinking none of them none of my dudes is really like filthy or slimy like that to do anything like even look or go crazy we were kind of like big on the if that's you then that's you we not you know being too creepy or whatever around your your girl or whatever like that so we were good with that i would say tricky tricky james you want to say something oh that was never my issue at all um um ever i never had the dudes around my crib because i I didn't like having a bunch of hard legs at my house so (laughs) when facts for real like you know i was in a frat my frat brother's name came over to my crib nope oh you know what i mean like I, i wasn't having it like my space was my space and she was the only one that was really allowed in my space. So, what would you want? Because they ain't coming over. And if they do, they're not coming in the door. <laughs> um, yeah, we y'all definitely... Feel we def- tra- y'all feel free to def- the bushes outside, but y'all ain't coming in. <laughs> yeah, we had two different college experiences, bro. Yeah. That, that was <laughs> my, my, my junior year. My junior and senior year, I lived by myself. Got so, you. Um, because I had a situation my sophomore year where my roommates brought a stripper over and I didn't know oh. that they had hired a stripper. 
and that changed the game. Wait, James, one, one of these days, I'm gonna tell y'all a story about how my senior year, my roommate was a stripper, but that's for another time. Hello. Place. Oh wow. Oh glory. Yeah, we got hello. Talk. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast about that boy. <laughs> Never story, never time. But yeah. Wait, James, you got you were upset with the fact that your roommate brought a stripper on. Listen, I was a man of God. You understand me? Okay, I was a man. You better serve him. All of this is still right, (laughs) and it's not illegal to have a stripper in the dorm. You know, it's kind of discipleship that's what they talk that's what they refer to when they talk about i'm thinking i'm not going to jail and losing my scholarship because y'all got lexi over here come on um, no shout out to anybody named lexi um <laughs> you're pure coming to the stage <laughs> lexicon <laughs> if y'all don't get <laughs> seximus prime out of here um, this is illegal, all right. Like, I'm already doing illegal stuff, I'm already selling bootleg chicken plates out of the door. Like, I should be doing that. I don't want to get my, my cover blown because I got sick in the prime up in here. Uh. <laughs> Shout out to my homegirl, Lexi. She oh, does it. She's a bartender. Shout out to you, Lexi. Coming to the yeah, stage. Shout out to my friend Alexis. Yeah, Alexis Wilson. You my girl. But anyway, um, coming to the stage from the land of the Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> she never danced that I could transform you. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Not the, not the, not the strip. Look why she pop like a strip. Anyway, um. My cue, Renata, that I needed to live alone. Oh. All right. So I got off campus and my scholarship paid for it. So I got off campus and really, except for a couple of experiences, the only person that was allowed in my space was my girl. That was me. Never never pie for never time. I'm gonna tell y'all how um Man. I got a I got a I got a scholarship for um being a minority student. At a predominantly white school and lost the scholarship the first semester, but that's for another time. I promise. Mm. Another podcast. We the black um, kids in the white school. We yeah. the black kids in the white school. Okay. Yeah, lost that scholarship first semester. Um, so the that's main reason you, okay. you brought me to the school was because I was black and I lost the scholarship the first semester. So uh, well, that's very black of you, Gore. That's how they get you. In in the words of Patrick Schaefer, in the words of Patrick Schaefer, they take everything. (laughs) (laughs) You lifting up to the creed. Listen, that's what I I can't. I cannot. Real niggas only. I'm gonna end on some good news from you guys before we get into shows. Um, I do appreciate you all for being great sports on the spontaneous episode that was supposed to go a different direction, but I'm glad it ended up how it did. So before we go, brag to me about the best things going on for you in the past 30 days. Oh. Mm. 
Oh, a little horn tooting. I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, toot your own horn. Come on. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm so proud of my son, my youngest son, Josiah. Josiah, um, God, Josiah. So proud of him. Um, he's already had two meniscus surgeries on his right knee at 16 years old. Um, and well, at 15, actually, that's when it happened. And he was kind of derailed a bit, was making his way, coming off a of freshman year, trying to make varsity and got set back and missed his whole sophomore year basketball. And um, um, now he's in his junior year. He had started back with the JV team, but now he's been moved up to varsity and is on the varsity squad. And and y'all, his first game with varsity, I was not expecting him to get in. And he was right there, six man in the rotation. I'm like, what in the world? So they they really believe in him. Um, everyone responded well. So they won the game, and he's right where he's supposed to be, man. So proud of him. Definitely proud of him and what he's doing. James, I shared this with you personally, and I'm going to share it with uh, everybody else. But I love that for Josiah. But if he doesn't send those uh, Jordans to New York, I will do an anonymous call and have him check mm-hmm. the PEDs. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and Corey texted me that at one in the morning. And I just want you to know um, that you need, you need friends like that. Yeah. Also, shout out to me because um, <clears throat> I'm a handsome young man. I just wanted to put that back out there. Go ahead. Come on, man. Put it back out of the atmosphere. Talk to him. Renata? Uh, amazing things in the past 30 days. So I have recorded some very entertaining podcast and also uh, thought-provoking and I'm excited for the rest of the series on love and relationships with Reimagine with Renata. I have um, not live but visual podcasts coming with two married couples who have been married over 10 years and I'm looking for some newlyweds so if you guys know some newlyweds that are willing to be on such a public platform discussing their love and relationship um, scenarios. I'd appreciate it. But in addition to that, I am going to be on a panel for a faith and fashion show in Philly, which is another uh, subject matter that I'm deeply passionate about. So I'm excited for what is transpiring um, for my brand and also like I I love my child I love her she's amazing she is God's gift to me she was determined to be here considering I got pregnant with her on birth control but she I got the same story I got the same story I'm still looking for my doctor (laughs) suit I'm still yeah (laughs) She's rapidly approaching her senior year of high school and she's doing well so far this year, but she's just getting closer to being more independent. I'm getting closer to becoming more free and I love that for me. Priscilla said no weapon. 
(laughs) (laughs) This is the child who told me she doesn't have room for another man in her life, a.k.a. mom, you're not allowed to bring a man home. But I have news for her. Yeah. I have news for her. She will be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this will not be her problem. Amen. Exactly. In what? Jesus' name. Also, what shout out to your to last podcast with? because. Oh, yeah. That was a question. I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, no. Yeah, I was saying, what, what do you question about weds? Like, what? Uh, oh, married for less than five years. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're out of that. M- maybe even no children. I mean, children are fine, but preferably less than five years, no children. The discussion is about the legacy as it pertains to love. In their relationship and their intention around their marriage and if they have a legacy of love most people have a, a legacy that is attached to finances or a generational wealth something like that so the discussion is more about the legacy of love um so the couples that are already beyond 10 years of marriage have children speaking from a different perspective they've already started to build that they've already implemented uh, those traditions and ideals while a newer couple may still be figuring that out or they got married because hey well nobody else do it right hey hey uh, Suzanne, we ain't getting no younger. We you might as well do this. <laughs> and and yeah. if that's the case, we want to hear that too. We want to hear that too. I I do know a group of newlyweds, but I they are to your point. Hey, let's go down to city hall and make it official. I I prefer like young newlyweds that are like we love each other so much (laughs) we decided to get married oh yeah oh you want the idiot you want the young idiot you want a sickening podcast tell me what that is like this is sickening yeah you want the young dummy well, in a, in a, in a land three. of in a in a land of toxic masculinity, I oh, found my God. prince. Oh, God, shut up! <laughs> shut up. Then, Renata, what we want you to do is interview them five years later. Yeah, to that conversation totally yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah. Well, who, who, Todd? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, oh. they're still together. She wouldn't even call him Todd to be this nigga. Yeah, this is that nigga. Him downstairs. Oh. Uh, Renata, oh you're gonna be making your separate zooms. Doing it. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you got if you gonna get me, you want me on your show, you gotta record me at two. I don't know what they're doing. 
nigga may be, a nigga may not. I don't know. I'm free at two p.m. Like I don't know what she's doing. I'll be. I keep my word. I know what she's not doing. Cooking dinner. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, shout out to Renata. She will be on uh, Patrick's uh, Love Again podcast uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. I'm be tuned in. The whole government is on the flyer. So I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) All your names. Every last one. Man. But he spelled them right. So that's good. That is good. That is he didn't good. put no extra A's up there, nothing like he did at Tali's. Oh my god! George Bragg, Bragg bit that was good for you that past thirty days. Ah, uh, you bone crusher uh, pumped my gas last week. <laughs> Let me get serious. Um, no, um, the the Spotify rap was really cool. Um, showed me that my pod, podcast was growing on Spotify when I really didn't think too many people listened over there. That shout was out pretty to the one awesome. Spotify listener. Yeah, shout out to Jody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then even in that, I saw that my 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 artist one people are still listening to my music so that was that was a pretty cool moment um i would say um one of the coolest moments happened recently y'all know i'm like posting these crazy videos on my page i don't really i just try to post like lighthearted content for people to laugh and just enjoy themselves well one conversation that came out of our group chat concerning um the song games and no, not not gushes. <laughs> Concerning the song Yams and like people not knowing that the uh, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I'm logging off. It's been great. <laughs> So long story short, conversation we had in the group chat about where the song Yams came from. Came from the Martin episode uh, with um I was about to call him Leon Lonnie Love, and that's not his name, Barnell Hill. Um, and I made a little video, posted it, and then it went crazy to the point where Erica Campbell reposted it. And I got I got real followers, not like the Forex ones or the the Russian models or nothing weird. So it was like that helped me um bring up my um my social media following. So those those are cool things. I probably found like cheap gas someplace. Um I'm just trying to think of all the positive stuff, man. I it is it, a lot of good in the past 30 days. God is good, man. Lost 10 pounds. Hey. Come on. about that. Lost Come 10 on. pounds. Um Teach yeah, me man. your ways. <laughs> um a lot of you may have helped me lose five pounds this week because you and I have been laughing all week long. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. The stuff that we can't put in the group chat. Cannot. Mm. <laughs> Man. 
When I tell you, me and my brother James be laughing, you hear me? <laughs> laughing. I, I remember one time Corey Reed called me. And, <laughs> and as soon as I answered the phone, <laughs> we just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get to the subject yet. We just started laughing. It was absolutely wonderful. You know what's worse than that? When me and you on the phone, and then Corey, Corey would start the group chat with me and you. And I, we just, we got on the phone two minutes prior. We laughing, and then Corey texts us, so we call Corey. Yeah, it's, it'd, be, it'd be a lot of, it'd be a lot so, of this. George and I have to have this code because, you know, we are fathers, right? And so... <laughs> We're real fathers, right? We're so not we, no judges, yo. So we, we take our children to different places, but so we'll call each other at rather spots. So as soon as we call each other and our kids in the car, we have to preface it. <laughs> like, I am riding in the car with Josiah. <laughs> I feel so bad because I always send y'all stuff that y'all need <sighs> AirPods for. And no, I don't want you. No, 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 you good. No, we we, we we let you know if you weren't. No, no you, but you, like you. if we get the phone call, that means it's going through the whole truck. Yeah. So it's like when I answer. Disconnect. Disconnect. I, nah, <laughs> I, I got to answer because then I'm look crazy. So I'll answer and be like, my nigga, what's going on? Yeah, man, I'm just taking recent things. He didn't ask me nothing. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> James had not said not one word to me. And I'm like, hey, James, what's going on? Yeah, man, just take it recently yeah, like, yeah, somewhere. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> and then my favorite part is recently, you got to have this uncomfortable conversation with recently. It is like, oh, <laughs> hey, recently. <laughs> I'm making up stuff. So, um... <laughs> and then oh, George like, oh, she's out of the car. <laughs> Right, what, what you really want? <laughs> oh, Corey, what's going on? Last thirty days. What about you, man? Oh man. Um. So I'm not dying, contrary to what my kids want to bring home from school. Um. Oh, um. I'm, I would say I'm healthy as not, but that's a lie. Uh, I am on the better side. Um. But the past thirty days, what is happening? with me um i am uh, trying to get some lccs and stuff uh together before the new year and i think i am closer to getting the finalized documents and setting up these uh businesses so i can stop uh having pushing other people forward and leaving my stuff because I feel like it requires too much work. So this is the first step for me that kind of cements, oh, well, no, no, you're serious about this and you actually have to do it. So um, yeah, uh, that's one of the, some of the things that have been great in the past 30 days. So hopefully going into the new year, um, I can start putting my feet to the pavement and start selling these bricks, nigga. Got kids. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> I do need a show from each of you guys before I uh, before we dip. Renata, do you have a show or movie that you would like to suggest for the listeners? Um, great question. <clears throat> I think I'm just going to make a conscious effort to see Black Panther so that yeah. George doesn't <laughs> come to my door with a shotgun because he's pretty upset about it. Yeah, he, he wants y'all to hurry up and uh, give the people your, the, your, your 1099 or whatever this movies nowadays. I'm sure it's 1099. I go on Tuesdays, folks. You go on Tuesday for the matinee and see oh, how, many, right. how many movies you want to go. Take a sick day. I gave so much grace. So <laughs> much grace. <laughs> George, what's the show or movie you got? Um, I have a very um my sense of humor is has to be fed constantly. So two comedies both by the same people. One is called Sherman Showcase. That season just ended. It's on, um, I think it's the IFC channel, but even if you don't have that channel, it shows up on Hulu next day. So it's called Sherman Showcase. Very funny. And um, they also do a show that just started on HBO Max for the third season called Southside. It's based in Chicago, and it is hilarious. Hilarious. Southside on HBO Max. I think the Southside show might be more accessible, so I'll say Southside on HBO Max. James, show a movie? I got nothing. Oh, man, I got nothing. Nothing but praise. Listen, I am empty on that, bro. I'm so sorry. I, um trying to think of one that blessed my life, but I can't because I wanted to go see Black Adam and I want my money back. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just want to say that Dwayne Johnson, no matter what movie he's in, he's Dwayne Johnson in all his roles. And it just seems like he is always acting even when he's not acting. And um, yeah. So, so I Black Adam. I put Black Adam down for you. Don't worry about it. I mean, okay. <laughs> if you go. asking it, bro. I'm just saying, if you go, don't say I sent you. Don't tell nobody that. That's um, what I'm saying. I'll stay on HBO. Uh, I've been watching this show called Succession. And I found this new show um, called The Murdoch. Uh, which is actually about the real life family that the show Succession is about. Um, but yeah, uh, the Murdoch family, uh, big media family that basically owns every newspaper, Fox 5, you name it. Oh, Rupert yeah. in them. Yeah, Rupert Rupert McClendon. Yeah, it's a it's a mini series. It's only six episodes. They about like an hour each. And when I tell you these people got money, money, their money got money. Um, but yeah, the Murdochs, Empire Influence on HBO. Um, 
that is all I have. I do thank you all for uh, coming up and sharing laughs and having conversation. Um, get your excuses ready. Uh, you always need a reason to fall out or just not show up to work. And you can find Hello Beautiful People every Monday. George, what's the Instagram? At V George Smith on IG, at V George Smith underscore Hello Beautiful People podcast, at Hello Beautiful People podcast, and um, new IG page coming up at Gushers. New page coming up. Renata, rain Renata the pod. Reimagine what Renata. Reimagine Renata is the pod. Rain Renata is the uh, Instagram handle. But where can the folks catch you for real if you want to spell out the handles? Oh, absolutely. So reimagine with Renata is the podcast. Rain with Renata is IG, uh, TikTok, and Twitter. It's R E. I-G-N with Renata, R-E-N-A-T-A. Um, yeah, it's a lot of different handles, but it's all synced together. I, I'm, I'm, put, I'm typing them out and putting them all in the bio anyway. Don't you worry. I love that for me. <laughs> James, <laughs> new ID, where can they find you? Handles, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm J Harris White at J Harris White. I'm James H White on Facebook. Uh, I am pastoring a young, beautiful ministry, New Identity Church. You can find us at New Identity Church because I actually know the Lord, despite what mm. you've heard on this particular podcast. Um, so, New Identity Church anywhere, also on YouTube, New ID Church on Instagram. And you may be hearing some music for me very uh -oh. soon yeah but not in the format of not in the format of recording music but some of your commercials that you'll be listening to in 2023 will possibly have some tracks done by your boy so yeah very excited about that i love that i love that i love that i love uh each and every one of you please know that um I would say if you need a prayer through, you can always send me a message. And I, you know what? Don't even send me a message. The Lord will place it upon my heart. And there it is. For he you. will. Not, he will. Said you need he will. Intercessor. So it is. I'll, I'll, I'll tarry before the throne of grace. Come on, each and every one I do I think y'all are coming up. Yeah, listen. I felt something. Might have been indigestion, but I felt some. Who, who feels this? Don't lie. Or heartburn or something. <laughs> who feels this? Don't lie. Don't lie. Oh, one of these days, we'll talk about doing a Just Blaze tournament. Renata, if you're interested in doing that, let me know, because we'll have you back up there for the Just Blaze. Uh, wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'd absolutely cool. be make myself available all right That's i'll figure cool. it out and we'll, we'll 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 get together and we'll uh do that jeff blaze one but yeah i yeah. think that's gotta happen soon but mm -hmm. thank you all for listening uh thank you all for showing up and uh that's all i got uh -huh.